I was going to say, you know how we're like, yeah, when we record back to back, then the next time we'll have way more stories because it won't be, uh, it will be like three weeks until we see each other. Uh, I actually, yeah, I was going to say some shit has happened around here. I just have to remember oh, everything yeah. that I want to tell you. So let me pop into my notes app real quick. So I like wrote it down, the bullet oh, points. Good. So I want to make sure that I, I don't miss anything. Oh, oh. my gosh. Okay, yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm going to tell, <laughs> oh, Christ, I can hear Amy outside of this room, like, yelling I at me, because I, I, heard I that. didn't let her in, <laughs> uh, but she's been, like, throwing up, like, every fucking day, and, I mean, just, like, old cat throw up, not, like, major throw yeah. up, just hairball and water nast. and just nasty yeah, yeah and i find it by like stepping it at, at 3 30 in the morning and then i can't sleep <laughs> after it but like the other day she had a <laughs> shitty butt because she had like some diarrhea oh, or God. some wet food that she had and oh god that was tons of fun to deal with but like Yuck. it wasn't even the story i was gonna tell you it was um that i think it was like a little over a week ago now Guess who left their wallet in their car and got it stolen? It wasn't me, but it was Anna. Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> Why are our partners so bad at this shit when we are so, like, anal? you know, it. like, preaching? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. oh my god. Was I, her car unlocked? It, so we figured out that um, her key fob if you just hit the lock button once and the lights flash, it may or may not actually lock. If you you have to click it a couple of times and get that honk, oh shit, you know that'll really tell you that it's locked. So yeah, she had thought her car was locked, but it it wasn't. I guess I see. And then oh my god, yeah. Also, her work harness was stolen out of the back of her car. It was in like a duffel bag. So like it's, mm-hmm. it was heavy and it probably sounded like there was a lot of stuff in it, but it was just a safety harness disappointing (laughs) yeah so had to deal with that oh that's so annoying because then you gotta cancel your credit cards get new ones Mm -hmm. get a new driver's license Mm -hmm. oh obnoxious yeah and then like i don't know maybe the next day it was very right around the same period of time i've been like fighting the ants in this house and I've been doing a good job. Like, I know how to get rid of ants. I've done this before. So I've been, like, you going... You are the ant bully. Yeah. Like, <laughs> of course, we knew the people before us were pretty trashy. Because we had seen the house yes. when they were still living in it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so the ants were not a surprise. But the other day, I walk into my office, and I see this, like, little brown thing on the floor. And I'm thinking, it's an Amy turd at first. But my my <laughs> eyes aren't so good, so I pull out my my uh, flashlight and I shine it, and it's a fucking cockroach. Ew. Yeah, they're probably like in the baseboards where I'm sitting right now because this is right by where I found the cockroach. <laughs> it would be so much better if it was a turd. <laughs> I know. I was like, for once, I actually wish it was a turd, but no, it's a cockroach. So that just means. There's a lot more because it was just one and it was already dying. So that means there was a shortage of food and they're going to start coming out of the woodworks literally any minute now. 
Holy shit. Yeah. That's gross. Yep. And then the, the highlight of everything is the neighbors around me. They are oh, just no. the trashiest fuckers. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> the people that we share the duplex with, uh, they've got at least four generations in that house, and oh. it's a nightmare. There's people constantly there. I think that they watch other people's kids after school like a daycare kind mm-hmm. of thing like not really a de- daycare but kind of a daycare and then on the other side of us there are these kids who my goddamn landlord told them my name because I had stopped oh. by once when I was moving stuff in and he was putting up the privacy fence so I stopped by with Luna to drop stuff off and he was talking to them because he's a very chatty guy and these kids are like mm-hmm. nine and five and oh, so why are you giving them the time of day? <laughs> because he's a dude who likes kids. So Ugh. he is talking to them and whatever, and basically telling them that you know new people are moving in. And then he tells them my name, and he tells them Luna's name. And so now they know my name, and they know Luna's name. Fucking A. They don't know Fuckin Anna's a. name. But what they do is they literally every fucking day run around the backyard screaming my name and Luna's name <laughs> and they harass me constantly. If I'm outside and they're outside, they start screaming my name to get my attention and I know that if I give them attention, I'm only going to get more interaction. Yeah. Holy shit. It is the worst. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit. How long has that been going on? Since we moved in. since we moved in yeah every day no if they're outside they're screaming my name and then they also they climb up on their play equipment so they can see over the privacy fence and yell into our yard yeah and then on the other side those kids are always climbing the trees and sitting on top of our privacy fence and then they yell at each other across our yard dude time to move out (laughs) we're only like um two months into this shit Man, it's, not good. it's it's oh, a fucking nightmare. Oh my god! Yeah, that sounds awful. It's I'm like it's we just can't afford anything else, which is why we get stuck mm-hmm. in these situations. But <laughs> yep, <sighs> yep. Oh god! Wow, that sounds fucking terrible. The only thing that really happened to me this week is I had to go to my first in-person conference with no masks, and it felt. I was getting, like, so anxious just being in the room because the room was, like, packed with, like, hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. You were sitting, like, six inches away from, like, someone you don't even fucking know. Your, like, seats were, like, bumping into each other. And it was just a lot. And, like, it was the first time I got to see all of my coworkers in person. And the first thing I do when I get there, all of them are sitting at the table and I see a spot open. So the first thing I do is... I go to sit down, but little did I know, I sat down on the edge of one of the tablecloths, and so it immediately <laughs> pulled the tablecloth, and then someone's coffee just splattered all over the fucking table. Of course, of course. I was like, oh my god, time to go home. Just fucking embarrassing myself right off the gate. Yup. 
Oh my god, I was like, this is... And then we had to sit at the fucking table with this big-ass coffee stain on the on the cloth. Ugh, it was embarrassing, but I was like, I don't want to do this shit again. This was... Ugh. Yeah, so... Life's been rough, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really has been. I need a break. Yeah. So then I guess... Let's get into it, man. All right. Well, I'm Jessie. I'm Erin. And we're the Cage Queens. It always starts the same way. What did we watch this week, Erin? Yeah, we watched... Uh, and but Oh my god. We watched <laughs> Bangkok Dangerous. And let me just start with... I started this movie last night for free on Tubi. And I didn't finish mm-hmm. it. And then when I went to go watch it this morning, <laughs> guess what wasn't on Tubi anymore? You're kidding me! And so I had to buy the movie on Amazon Prime so I could finish it this morning. So, oh my god, just kick you while you're down! Exactly. <laughs> like, if I didn't need any more of a, like, just fucking reminder of how miserable my life was right now, here we go. Oh my god! <laughs> And let me tell you, this movie is not going to be one that you will watch again for pleasure, because... God, no. (laughs) Bangkok Uh. Dangerous. It came out in 2008, and it features Nick Cage as Joe, who is still sporting his fucking hair from Next. Same hair. So it must be his real ass hair at the time. Like, he must have really actually grown it out, I think. It looks Maybe. pretty sleazy, it's, and, it's and yeah, thick, because it goes all the way back to where his hairline is, but maybe that's just where they, they could add the extensions. <laughs> I don't maybe. know. I don't know either. But it looks so gross. It do- Oh my god, it does look gross. It's just so greasy and nasty, and I hate it, mm-hmm. and I can't wait for him to change it. But anyways, yep. he plays a hitman who is just doing a series of jobs, and he ends up in Bangkok, hence the title, where he befriends the guy he hires and falls in love with a woman and really ends his career. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does. I was gonna say, the ending was my favorite part. I loved um, it. It was, <laughs> it was a good ending, I will not lie. I'm like, I... I Kind of knew something like it was coming, but I'm glad it happened. Yeah. Yes, me too. Because I was like, finally, just a, a real-ass ending. No, like, happy-go-lucky times where, like, hey, there's a there's a good resolution in the end. This one mm-hmm. was just like, all right, straight to the point. This is how it would actually end. Yeah, but anyways, we'll get to that. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, yeah, he, he kind of, um, when he gets to Bangkok, he recruits this, like, money-hungry local that can help him um you know translate and then also kind of do some of his his um I don't know like he's like a courier basically you know yeah pretty much goes back and forth delivering packages to the same place so yes and his name is is, yes the messenger and he, he his name is Kong and um, so we find out that Nick has, like, four jobs he has to do um, while he's there. And um, so on one of the first jobs he does, like, he rides his... 
he rides this sleek motorcycle and he like he kills the guy and there's no real explanation as to who these guys are we just know i guess we get some like context clues that they're they're bad people and so they kind of i guess deserve it um and so nick goes off he he kills one of the guys and then on his way of like escaping the scene, he gets he gets an owie on his arm, and so he has to go on to the local <laughs> pharmacy. Yeah. And then there's this woman who, um, apparently she's deaf, and so she can't speak. But then there's this very annoying song that comes on and plays in the background every time Nick sees this woman, and so it's like yeah, it's a cue to the audience that hey, he likes her. <laughs> Yeah, it was too obvious oh. that he liked her because of the way he was just staring at her oh, so uncomfortably. Gross. Like, uh, yeah. of course he's got to fall in love with the person who can't can't talk to him at all. I and know. <laughs> just really creepy, and I don't. But I mean, man, I think this is what Nick wanted his life to be like. Like this is his ideal I, life. I I felt like this was some kind of like. Yes, like he goes to an um, a foreign country, falls in love with a a woman that doesn't speak the same language as him, and so then he kind of like, you know, portrays it in the movie as, oh, she's deaf, and so we can't communicate. And then he's like, but actually, I just didn't know the language. And then I was thinking about his his current girlfriend and yeah. how I. I don't remember what country they met in, but I know it wasn't the U.S. <laughs> I want to say she's Japanese. I kind of feel like that's that's what I was thinking, too. But I'm, I'm going to verify uh, it, yeah, in case like... she's not. <laughs> as soon as Nick starts to teach Kong, like, his, his um, self-defense and his, like, assassin skills, mm-hmm. it really reminded me of, like, the reverse karate kid where now the white guy is the teacher and he's teaching, you know, this uh, Thai individual. Yeah. That karate kid vibes from that scene. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, Nick is Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) Yup. I thought the same thing. And also she is Japanese. I figured it out. Okay, good. Okay, good. I mean, the people in the movie are Thai, so... Yeah, not the same anyways. Right. But Yeah, Mr. Miyagi is also Japanese. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, yeah, now that we proved get, we aren't racist. Get out of that one real quick. God. <laughs> Again. 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 Yeah. So, I don't really know what else to say about this one. He he kills the first guy in that traffic scene where he, right before him, makes uncomfortably long co- eye contact with a young child who was just, <laughs> she heard him, like, cock his gun, so he, he was getting ready to go, and then they just stared at each other for, like, oh, way too yeah. long. Yeah, but, I don't, that yeah. scene was stupid. Yeah, and... Uh, Kong seems to be kind of, like, unreliable because he's constantly showing up late and, um, getting caught doing dumb things like running traffic lights. And then he also has this thing for the dancer at the club who 
is like the one go the go between um between like the bad guys and uh Nick. She like is the one giving Kong the packages that he has to uh deliver to Nick. And so I find it kind of odd that Nick sees himself in Kong. But mm-hmm. he does, even though he's super sloppy and yeah, and Nick is flawless. Like exactly. he he doesn't make mistakes, but there's something about Kong that he just like latches onto and he's like, "You know what? You're going to be the exception where finally I'm going to start telling somebody about my life and what mm-hmm. I do." Yeah. <sighs> the Nick's previous helper when he was in like a different country, he killed at the end. He mm-hmm. made it look like a heroin overdose to kill this guy and he was gonna do the same thing to Kong but once he took Kong under his wing and started befriending him and teaching him he threw the heroin into the water into like a little pond out in the yeah wherever he was yeah so it's yeah so we know that and and Nick refers to him as his student God. (laughs) But, (laughs) anyways, so on to the next kill. This next kill was very weird. It was like almost giving the vibes of like there's an alligator in the pool that this guy is swimming in, Mm -hmm. but Nick's the alligator and he just like goes, gotcha. And then he like drowns him or some shit. I don't know. It was, it was a very creepy scene. But mm-hmm. so he he kills another one and he's like, oh, there's two left. But before he gets down to business, he goes back to the pharmacy and asks the the <laughs> pharmacist has, to dinner. Yeah, well, he has the other pharmacist ask her yes. to dinner for him because he can't speak her language, nor can he sign <laughs> her language. Do you speak English? So Correct. How the fuck is that going to work? I know. And then they went to dinner and this scene did make me chuckle a couple times because Nick was struggling so hard with the spicy food and he was just like sweating and I was like, hey, this is probably an accurate depiction as well because the white boy can't handle the spices. (laughs) And like later on that day, they, he watches her dance on stage at a restaurant. I don't know. Yeah, what that was how that happened. Yeah, I like I didn't understand, but all the women like in the restaurant were like up dancing on stage, and um, I mean she has to already know the dance because she's deaf and she can't hear the music, so (laughs) I don't know what all that was about. And me neither. They go to a market and pet an elephant, and then after that. She, Do you see how it, fake that elephant looked? That yeah. was that was really bad. That was really bad. But then later they had a real elephant. And I was yeah. like, okay, what the fuck? They could probably only use it in like one scene and or yep. one setting or something. Or maybe Nick wasn't allowed to touch the real elephant. Who knows? <laughs> probably not. No one wants his greasy little fingerprints on that precious animal. Blech. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so after that, she takes him to meet her grandma. I thought was kind of odd, <laughs> but there's a lot going on in this single date. I know, and like, her grandma's the one that gets to ask him like what he does for a living and shit like that because she can't ask him these things because they don't speak the same language and he, mm-hmm. you know, there's that huge barrier. Just eat it. 
I was just going to say, on to the, the third The next kill. victim. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're, Nick, Nick, like, targets him on a boat, and then he kind of, like, there's some, some shit going on in the background where he, like, ends up slipping up, and then the target notices him, mm-hmm. and then he tries to escape, and so then there's this dramatic chase scene And Nick eventually catches up to him and then, like, just slices his hand clean off and then kills him. The of the boat. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like it it was... Yeah. It was dramatic. A little little dramatic. And he takes the gun out of that that severed hand to (laughs) to finish the job. I know. It was getting so fucking tacky at that point. I was like, oh, my God. Like, how is uh, but, he not caught by this point? Like, yeah, he's like, cause he's not doing these like assassinations in like, you know, one on one scenes. There's there's a lot of people around generally when he does these. And so mm-hmm. and like, it's not like there's a ton of white people walking around like he's very identifiable in these situations as well. So it's uh, it's stupid. But then I guess Nick is starting to be um like, praised by the locals because he, these guys that he has targeted thus far are shitheads, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's kind of like a, you know, kind of like a Robin Hood type mm-hmm. deal where he's, like, you know, do, doing good for the community. He's like, oh. Yeah, he's really only taking out the other bad guy's competition or mm-hmm. um, people that have, like, crossed him or whatever, probably. But, right. like, uh the last hit that Nick is um, supposed to do is this politician who's like a good guy, basically. He's helping the poor people in in Thailand. And uh, so Nick's like, well, you either don't do it or you ask for more money. So he tries to ask for more money. And what he gets back is a gun and some heroin, which was (laughs) not a good sign. Um, Mm -mm. but he goes through anyways and is, sets himself up at the, the parade to, to do the assassination. And we have to sit through this whole scene where he's having second thoughts and doubts and there's this vision of his bullet leaving the gun and then in hitting the, the target and then all of his like previous kills I guess flash before his eyes and his memory mm-hmm. and then we jump back and Nick hasn't taken the shot yet he's still sitting there thinking about it when <laughs> all of a sudden like Nick starts getting shot at by other people mm-hmm. which is the bad guys who are catching on to him I guess and then he like escapes the scene and we just see that he's fully decked out in all leather a <laughs> <laughs> real leather daddy I literally wrote my notes. Leather daddy. That's it. That's all I have. Oh, God. And so that was disgusting to see him like that. Um, But he ultimately, um, he kind of gets away. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he kind of, he, he realizes that he's like been spotted. So he tries to flee the country and he's like, fuck, I'm done here. Um, But then this like, the club master. I, I never looked up his real name. It's uh, uh, Surat. Surak? No. Okay. The T at the end. 
Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's easy. I know the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Surat. <laughs> um, he kind of sends his cronies after Nick to go, like, stop him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Nick realizes that they're in his house and um, he blows them up. Um, yeah. He goes um, to his his girl to take one last look at her. Doesn't yeah. say anything. I, I think he was trying to apologize. And I'm not sure if the hand thing that he did was an apology. Um, mm. Like uh, like if he was signing an apology to her. Right. Uh, because we didn't say it earlier, but there was an incident on like their second date. Oh, yeah. Where she hands him this piece of paper where she had written down... Um, I'm happy together with you. And mm-hmm. she walks ahead of him a little bit. And in this moment, after, right after he reads it, he gets attacked by, like, two dudes who are after him. Um, and he, like, murders the shit out of them right behind her. And she can't hear it because she's deaf. Mm-hmm. And, like, she gets blood splattered on her. And so she could feel that. And she puts her hand back, like, on her shoulder and notices there's blood and she turns around and nicks mm. there with <laughs> standing over two dead guys and obviously kind of freaks her out she freaks out yeah understandably so and then yeah so i guess nick just he he's trying to apologize with his eyes too you can see the way he was just looking at her like giving her like mm-hmm. the puppy dog like hey forgive me so yeah so he goes by there um and then he like realizes that um he he got he has to go save his student because his student was the only one that knew where he was. And so mm-hmm. when those guys showed up at his house, that was like an indication of like, oh, they must have they must have my boy. I gotta go get him. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, then he goes off to find him and single handedly takes down at least twenty guys. <laughs> like no yeah, like it's has, no big deal. He's got his two pistols, one in each hand, of course, and he <laughs> uses one of the guys that attacked him earlier as, like, a hostage decoy to get into the compound where he just, one after another, takes everybody out until he gets to the guy he's looking for. Um, and he he saves Kong and Kong's dancer girlfriend, and... Mm-hmm then like the place gets surrounded by police and in a very traumatic fashion in the car like in some like town car nick puts his head against uh surat's head and kills them both yes blows both their brains out and that's the end of the movie yes and that's what we liked to see yep <laughs> Because, like, you know, normally in a movie like this, it would be, like, Nick would come out with his hands up, but then there'd be some kind of secret deal with the police where the police would be like, oh, you took all these bad guys off the streets. Like, you're not in trouble. Like, you can go on with your life. Like, there's always some kind of caveat. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, like, normally it ends, like, come on. But this one, Nick's like, you know what? There's uh, no way out of this one. So (laughs) he just kind of just blows their brains out. Yeah, I I thought it was a good ending. I thought so too. And then we saw Kong for like two seconds at the end. And then it just like flashed to the credits. Yeah, he was like just 
staring sadly out into some water or something or into the distance. Yeah. I don't know. Yup. And then it was just like, <laughs> huh. I don't know if they were trying to allude like, hey, he's going to be the next assassin. But obviously there was no sequels. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't think he was trained nearly enough to do. No. To do what he Nick wasn't. Did. Like, no, because he, he got he got shoot. himself captured. Yeah, he yeah. was he was a hot mess. Yeah, but completely sloppy. Yeah, so our boy went down at the end, and then hey, <laughs> you know we gotta respect that. <laughs> Want to find garbage? Go to a garbage dump. Yeah, but yeah, there was no um fun IMDb trivia. No, there that wasn't. I found. I, I'm looking at it right now because I had when I finished watching the movie, it was about five minutes before we started recording. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't miss anything there. It was a very just, um, you know, nothing special about this movie. So I no. don't anticipate that it will rank highly. <laughs> oh, no. I don't either. I gotta pull that up now. Me too. It's like Nick always plays these characters where he's supposedly the bad guy, but then he has a good heart. And it's just like, ah, come on. Like, give me some, give me some more grit. Like, I want to see a truly bad version of Nick. Like, yeah, truly evil. Say, it's, it's his version of a complex character, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. Not really not, not enough. Not enough. Water. Predictable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I don't know where this at, goes. At first, the first thing I thought of when I when I started watching this movie because he narrated just a little bit in the beginning, and mm -hmm. it kind of like flashed me back to that one his brother narrated, or was it his brother, mm -hmm. or who was that that did like was it Deadfall? Oh, oh, with the terrible, the terrible narration. narration. That was Deadfall. He was in it. It was his brother's movie. That's yeah. what it was. It was his brother's movie, but it was Michael Bean who was narrating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can remember that name very well. I love his God. name. God. Michael Bean. I don't know why. <laughs> I just really like it. It's uh, a funny name. It is. So at first, name. I thought. It was going to be kind of like Deadfall. It wasn't nearly as bad as Deadfall, but it wasn't like... His his character was so much better in Deadfall. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Because his character was more entertaining. Yeah. But I'm looking at Deadfall and it's number it's 46. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh, it was better gosh. than Guarding Tess, so... It was. It was better than Guarding Tess, and that is... Yeah, 42. I don't even remember Matchstick Men. That's where he was a con man. Uh, with <laughs> OCD. The one with OCD. Oh, yeah. I fucking pills. hated that movie. I yep. hated that movie. <laughs> I'd say it's better than Matchstick Men, I guess. It could happen to you. What about that one? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> where Nick does Different. good deeds. <laughs> I know, I did hate how good he was. At, at least this one had a better ending. And mm -hmm. the family man, there were some funny things in the family man. So I would put it under the family man, I guess, above right. it could happen to you. Perfect. 
Okay, so then that would make it number 40 out of 53. All right. I don't even know what's coming up next. I have to go find it. <sighs> oh, I got pulled up. Don't you worry. So <laughs> the next movie is called Knowing, released in oh. 2009, PG-13, two hours long. And um, the description is MIT professor John Kostler links a mysterious list of numbers from a time capsule to past and future disasters and sets out to prevent the ultimate catastrophe. Mm. Hmm. And, and so does he play the professor? Probably. Yes, he does. <laughs> Big brain Nick coming, <laughs> coming at you. <ya. laughs> oh. oh. God. Well, All right. Yeah, it sounds okay. Yeah. I mean, at least a different a different type of movie that we haven't really seen him portray. Yeah, it looks um, kind of like another conspiracy theory movie. Yeah. So, oh, it's very much. I can, yeah, I'm feeling it. Feeling the conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah, and, and at least the, the <laughs> he's got his, looks like his normal hair in this one. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> so, and yeah. anyone else we know? And mm, I don't see anyone no. else that looks familiar. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't see anybody. Oh, Liam Liam Hemsworth, the one that oh, yeah, was married is. to Miley. Yep, uh -huh. way down there. Um, yeah. Okay. No one to get out. Just thinking about it means it's time. Well. I suppose now's a good time to tell anybody that actually listens to this show <laughs> that we're taking a hiatus for an indeterminable amount of time. <laughs> yep. So, I guess uh, we'll be back at some point. Yeah. And this knowing will be our next movie that we do when we return. We just don't know when that will be. Yep. If only we knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's better.